Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. Hi, guys. Hi, Tom. Hey, Tom. Hi. So, again, I know we just kind of talked here, but what we want to do is just have a quick roundtable um, moving here into 2020. I want to get your opinion on some things um, as we kind of, again, move into the new year, some tweaks and things we want to do for my management trainee program, um, and just some of the other things that I kind of just I really find interesting and kind of want your guys' opinion on. So, okay. to start here... Um, Let's talk about a new supervisor. What tips would you guys give give a new supervisor, someone who's a management trainee, coming up through the ranks, or again, if there's somebody in uh, Peoria, Illinois, who's a supervisor um, watching this, what, what tips would you give them um, to kind of help them? First thing I always ask them is to find out if they really want to be a supervisor or if they're just doing it to get off the phone. Because... What people don't realize is what we do. They think it's easy. You're off the phone. You just walk around, and it's not. They don't realize the work that goes into it, um, the personalities. The well, You've been working with the new people. Yeah. Um, we just promoted a couple of the uh, team leads, and that's the first thing they said is, what you guys do isn't easy because they're helping us do it now. Mm-hmm. So, I think a big thing is for like multitasking, mm-hmm. and that's... It's like underrated, like the looking at it. You, you think it's going to be easy. You don't mm-hmm. think it's it's going to be easily manageable. But once you're in that bar, it's really it becomes mm-hmm. difficult, and you have to have a good mindset, the patience with it. When a lot of responsibilities get Absolutely. thrown at you, yeah. you know, re- real quick to both your points, like Mashia, when Mashia came off the phone, because mm-hmm. um, she oh, wanted yeah. to get off, she. I don't know if she really wanted to be a supervisor. She wanted to get off the she phone. Off the phone. But then she realized you're in charge of 15, 16 people. When, when you're on the phone, you're just in charge of one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, big the big, yeah, that's the big, big difference. difference. Mm-hmm. And I think time management, don't you think? Yes, definitely. Figuring um, out how to organize your day. And I think, Stephanie, you we talked about that one time, and you found the easiest way to manage your day was? Um, we have the supervisor checklist and it just says like hour one, hour two, but I actually, or, you know, hours three through whatever. Right. I added the actual time of day to mine okay. so that I know which parts of my tasks need to be done by what time I should have them done. And do you think by following that it helps you complete your tasks that are given to you? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think so. Has those, that checklist helped? Oh, a lot. absolutely. Yes. A lot. Yes. Okay. I know it helped me. It helps me help my supervisors because mm-hmm. I can, I look, try to look every hour, every hour and a half where everyone's at in their checklist. And those who are falling behind, I can reach out to them and see if what's going on that they might need extra help with something. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the checklists I think are a great idea. I guess with that too, I guess operationally, like, is there anything, like, I love that checklist idea. Like, is there anything that you guys do, I don't know, maybe that somebody else doesn't do or when you're on your team to kind of, I don't make the day better for you? Um, is there any, you know, when you're looking at a stat or is there, I don't know, something operationally that, that kind of helps? 
I know that might be a big question, but for me personally, because I don't have, I'm like a utility supervisor wherever I'm needed. I don't have a checklist, but still with the structure, it's, it was really important to me to have that. Even though I don't have a checklist, I know that I had certain things to do at certain time periods. Right. And just to piggyback off the same thing with the multitasking, you can lose focus because you have so many things to do. So that's why you really need to have a structure, even if it's a list or just a personal time period where you do certain things. And that's really what helped me just having time periods where to stay focused at. Yeah. Instead of trying to jump around to do mm -hmm. a little bit of everything helter skelter, yeah. Yeah. it gets done this way. Can you guys talk again about? Because I think that another big change is like you can't have a bad day, right? Like we kind of talk about yeah, that, right? So, so you know, we we talk about the attitude and the effort thing. I mean, was that a big change for you guys? Not, I mean, not you guys became supervisors. It's not like you guys were horrible, um, but like when you see that, like, is that a do you, do you make yourself aware of that? Like if yes. you are having a rough day or, or how does that process yep. work for you guys? be a true leader. You yeah. got to fake it until you yeah. make it. Right. Exactly. Yes. It's like being a, it's like being on stage. Right. Leave yeah. everything exactly. at home. Yeah. Yeah. I think you have leave everything at we home. We used to work in a call center where we had the ramp coming up into the call yeah. center. And, um, one of our old supervisors from the day and I used to stand there and meet and greet everybody as they came in. And if they didn't have a smile, we would say, hey, go get a cup of coffee. Put that smile on your face before you come in. It was like the drop-off line. They left all their negativity and mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. behind that line and then stepped in. Yeah. And you got to feel And that goes with them. what we, you know, with that first 30-minute kind of thing. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Yes. Like that's yes. a really big important That touching important everybody yep. when you, they first come in in the morning. Important. Mm -hmm. And that's why I do that board too on the front. So as they're walking in, you know, I'll have like a little quote or joke or I loved know. it today. Right. And, and I put up joke. like the reps that did good the day before, you know, that had raving fans, Shout that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, very cool, very cool. All right, switching gears a little bit, um, from from kind of what you would talk to a new supervisor, let's kind of get into I guess some of the reps on your team. So if somebody does, mm -hmm. you know, a Q QA comes out. And then they have a, a monitoring form or a monitor that wasn't up to snuff. Now, do you guys have any coaching tips that, that you like to use, any techniques that you guys like to use when you have to, you know, pull a rep off the floor and kind of talk to them as you're kind of listening? I know, Carl, you, you do a lot of, yeah. of that kind of stuff. I personally like to, I let them to get a feel for the whole situation by letting them listen to themselves first. So that way, be, be so I don't have to give the feedback and then them wonder and then possibly get upset. I'd like to have them listen to the call and then say, what do you think What went wrong or what went right? If it's a good call, we'll focus on a positive. But that way, they, it, it really shuts down like the argumentative. They're more receptive in that way. And that's probably my biggest thing is having them hear themselves beforehand, before I even say a word. Right, yeah. Especially on a negative call. Mm -hmm. It's important that they listen to it, they hear for themselves. And a lot of times they'll be like, oh my God, that was me. They don't even realize they're maybe caught in a moment. And Right. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I also, I understand that... The, by just introducing ourselves every morning, you, you get to you, you get to know the character of the person. Right. So you handle people differently. You know, some it people might not be as receptive, and some people may. Some people might get a kind of upset by getting you know giving feedback. So I handle everybody differently just by understanding the way they are. So my approach will sometimes be different. I always let them listen, and then depending on the type of person I'm dealing with. That's how, I, after that, I say either, what do you think about that, or these are points, and it, it really helped me to understand the rep 
and also what type of feedback they'll be receiving if they're going to be receptive. You not. have to know your reps. You have yeah. to. You have to know and your reps. Because I always used to tell everybody the best part and the worst part about my job were the people. And it's true till this day because there are so many personalities exactly. and you meet a lot of great people, but at the same breath, there's a lot of great people and they all have a different personality. And you can say hi to someone and they're, hi, how are you? And say hi to someone else. And they're like, what does she want this time? So you have to know their personalities so you know how to meet and greet them and how to deal with them. I was going back or going back to what we were talking for tips of super. I thought you were going to say, too, what's your, uh, the phrase that you always use with Doers the, uh, do what yeah. checkers check. Right. And it's true. It if is. I, and I've already noticed this, not which is when my reps, but my supervisors, mm -hmm. um, the things they know that I'm going to ask about or I'm going to check on all the time are the things they do first. Even if they're maybe second or third on their checklist, they do the things I inquire Doers about. Doers do and check what checkers check. Doers do, do what, what checkers, checkers check. check. Yep. Yeah. Right. That um, that came from way back in the day, um, way yeah, back no, in like the day. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it. Stephen, what about you? I mean, do you have any any coaching wise when you're when you're talking to your team? Um, I found a lot of people, like you said, people get offended easily, things like that. So obviously, knowing your rep is really important. Um, some of them you can joke around with them. Some of them you can't. You got to be right. very exactly. straight facts. Um, I like Carl said. If if it's somebody that you know has a tendency to be more offensive, I'm more prone to let them listen to their own call first, and then say, "These are the things that you were supposed to do. Were those done?" Kind of right. a deal. And if they can't say they did them, obviously they're not going to be able to argue with you about it. Right. Well, they might try. They might try. <laughs> but, yeah. Right. 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 But listening to it makes all mm -hmm. the difference in the world. And starting out with the positive on the coaching. Definitely, always start going positive. into the call and then letting them know what they did wrong. Or ending but, on a know, positive, depending on who exactly. it is. Absolutely. Yes. I think you have to... Um, Be consistent. When you monitor or do a monitoring, you have to have two positives for every negative. And I know sometimes that is really hard to do, but there's really, I don't think anybody sitting in a call center who doesn't want to do the job well. Um, they just maybe lack the ability to do it or having a bad day. So by giving them the positives as well as the negatives and should always be double the positive because yeah. positivity i can't even say mm -hmm. it 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 breeds more where mm -hmm. the negativity exactly. breeds more negativity. and i think again absolutely. with the attitude and effort deal yeah absolutely like you, you want to make sure that when they're going back out on the floor they're not yep. they're not yep. ticked at you or ticked at the process and mm -hmm. boy guys praise as a group let oh, yeah. them all know when someone does great <laughs> i had a shout out before i came over here a customer told me about the rep that was it um angela okay wonderful how the rep just didn't call her back immediately called her back later gave her time to talk to her son and she just went on and on and on about how she listened to her and just didn't hound her and Listen the rep was like but i didn't get the sale i'm like that's fine you know but you got a raving yeah. fan you know and i announced it and um, everybody gave her a hand, hand or a round of applause. Yep. Nice. So, customer yeah. experience. She was so happy for that. Right. Well, that customer <laughs> now has a good attitude yes. about whatever client you're representing. Exactly. Instead of if they felt hounded, then they're not going to think Tom hounded them or Carl hounded them. They're going to think the company hounded them. Mm -hmm. So every call you represent your client and you want it to be the best foot. Exactly. And then guys, kind of last question. Um, 
I'm just going to kind of open it up. Anything that you guys, I mean, I'm going to kind of maybe throw you on the spot. But um, again, if there's there's a supervisor somewhere in, in, that's watching this, um, you know, is there anything that, that you kind of would want to say to help or, um, again, any any piece of knowledge that you learn? Like, I love, like, the phrase that you have or any of that kind of stuff that, and again, I know I'm, I'm kind of throwing you guys on the spot here, but um, anything that you kind of want to end with, like this is really good feedback. This is, I think, really good stuff, especially from the coaching aspect and then you know, tips for, for some new guys. But, I mean, is there anything else you guys want to kind of add here? Yeah, I, I think uh, it really what was important for me, you know, becoming an MT and then to the supervisor, is realizing that the way you carry yourself is a lot different because you're exhibiting the way, you know, a supervisor should be. So when you're a rep, you get to, you know, talk to other reps as a rep but as a supervisor you should be leading by example so the way you act every day is not the same so you have to you know just be more mindful of that those around you will be listening to you and looking at you and you know and just try to exhibit some positiveness i think that's really helpful. they hear everything they do right? yeah I mean, there is, they do i mean and we guys mm-hmm. everybody every single one of us here was on the phone like you kind yeah. of get it and yeah. you know there's times when you're just like all right, I'm on the phone and I just want to listen and hear something else. And so you're, you know, you're, um, but you know, I think the thing is important too is from a supervisor standpoint, it's even how you guys treat each other, mm-hmm. oh, right? Yeah. Because the reps will see yep. if you think Carl's a, not a good supervisor, right? And you kind of talk down to him, right? There's a respect level then that kind of gets Absolutely. lost throughout the, the whole core. So yep. I think that that's, you know, that's something that's kind of important too. It's not just how you, to your point, how yeah. you act with your team, but then how you're even acting with your peers. Exactly. I always tell the supervisor to be the supervisor they would want to have. And not just, you know, the fun supervisor, but someone that they can respect. Yeah. Right. And because that respect has to go with the job, because if you lose the rep's respect, mm-hmm. then they're going to walk all over you. Yeah. So you have to um, put your best foot forward and lead by example. Be nice, but be stern. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And consistent. Exactly. That's consistent. the most important thing, I think, is mm-hmm. consistency. Follow through with everything you say you're going to, mm-hmm. you know. Um, like, even, like, the, the raving fan drawing. Mm-hmm. You know, if I were to just have started that and did it one month and then blew it off after that, then they probably wouldn't be so serious about the we'll next thing I it. tried to do. Right. So I think that, you know, having something that you do with them consistently makes it more important to them. And the board, when I first started the board and putting the reps with the raving fans, there was like two people, three people. But after they saw I was doing it every single day, it went right. up. It's like they five, six, seven. Like they want to see their names on the board. Right. right. No, and I think that's a really good point. If you... If you're constantly doing the positive stuff, positive stuff happens. If you're constantly mm-hmm. doing the negative stuff, that's kind of what, what kind of gets happens. gets brought out too. So, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I joked with my team. I told them that they all had to embrace my corniness. <laughs> so slowly, that's I've, good. I've slowly noticed that you know some of the people that maybe were a little bit more argumentative or straight laced, yeah, are kind of just a little bit. They're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I can, I can trust her. I can listen to her. I can ask her, yep. and they're not so. Well, she doesn't know what she's talking about, or right. they just feel more comfortable with you if you keep that communication open, basically, mm-hmm. and build keep, the trust with your reps. Yeah, yes. and keep yourself consistent. Like I said, mm-hmm. make sure you're doing the same thing. Well, the cool thing is, you guys have all come from there, right? It's that like no, nobody here was really hired off the street, right? Yeah. Everybody kind of came through. Everybody was on the phones. Yes. Um, so you kind of do have that street cred a little bit, I guess, right? When right. It, when it comes to that, because I mean, you were a killer outbound rep. 
Right. Um, so those guys can't say boo.